everyone, welcome to the Raising Dakota podcast with me, your host, Courtney. And if you're a special needs parent, you're in the right place. So I hope you can sit back, relax, feel inspired, and always, always remember you're so much stronger than you could ever imagine. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Raising Dakota podcast. I hope that everybody had an amazing June. I am so sorry that it has taken me almost over a month to get an episode recorded, edited, and uploaded. I for sure thought since we were out of school, it was going to be a lot easier and I was going to have a little bit more free time to be able to sit down and work on an episode, but it seems like Dakota knows when I'm sitting down to try and work on an episode because that is the most vocal time of day for him. It doesn't matter If I try to do it morning, afternoon, I have sat down multiple times to record this one episode for multiple weeks, and it just seems like that's when Dakota's the most vocal. And we are in the summer, so we've been doing a lot more on the weekend, so I'm trying to knock them out during the week. So anybody who can stay on top of a podcast and get it recorded and uploaded, kudos to you. It is a lot of work. And I do apologize, but thank you for tuning in and sticking with me and understanding. I do have episodes and ideas, and I'm trying my best to get them uploaded and out there to you guys. It's just hard sometimes, so thank you for bearing with me. We also did schedule Dakota's hip surgery for August 16th, so we've been enjoying a lot of summertime, making sure that we're doing a lot of activities with Dakota Because of the fact that surgery is going to be coming up, the closer we get to surgery, the more we kind of lock down and do less group activities. So that way we don't risk Dakota getting sick prior to his procedure. So that way we can get it knocked out and move forward past this milestone. But it has been a lot because I'm getting the ball rolling for everything prepared for surgery. And that is an episode I am going to share with you probably my next episode, just our process for how we get prepared and manage everything after surgery. But like I said, that'll be my next episode. I thought since we are in full-blown summer mode, this would be a great opportunity to share some summer activities that work best for us and how we adapt summer to meet Dakota's needs. For Dakota, the biggest struggle we have during summertime is that he struggles with regulating his body temperature. And in July and August especially, we get upwards of like 100 with a lot of humidity. So it gets really hot. And so we have to make sure that we're taking that into consideration for everything we're doing, trying to find ways to help keep him cool and just working around whatever Dakota needs to make the activity or whatever we're doing enjoyable for him because when he starts to get overheated he becomes overstimulated and then honestly it's really downhill from there it is about an hour to get him back to his baseline because he just can't handle it he pretty much just melts down and then needs to be in a cool space with either me or Curtis or both of us and removed from the situation where he is overstimulated and so some of those signs for Dakota is Once we can tell he's becoming overheated, his cheeks obviously get red. But once he gets to a point that he is overheated, he becomes overstimulated because his brain is struggling to figure out what it needs to do. He will become red and splotchy. He honestly looks like he's breaking out in hives, but it's not really hives. But his face becomes red and splotchy in his ears. And everything from his neck up just becomes very red and splotchy and that tells us we got to remove him from the situation and cool him down and just give him a few minutes to breathe most of the time it is about an hour 
And then he will most likely fall asleep after that just because his body has worked so hard to overcompensate for whatever he is fighting, whether it's the overstimulation or the overheating, his body's just exhausted and he needs to take a little bit of a break to reset. And a lot of times he can regroup and recover from that because Dakota is a very content, easygoing child, but the moment he becomes overheated, he will then become overstimulated very easily. And every limiting factor will affect that his leg braces his cochlear implants even if he has tight clothing on we have realized that if i notice his face is becoming red and he has shoes on of any sort i instantly take his shoes off i also start cooling at feet and ankles and wrist and back of his neck as well as removing any extra variable like his cochlear implants just to help him calm down as quickly as possible so that way i know he's not working as hard i am removing any external factors that I possibly can to help his brain function a lot quicker and better in that response time. But because of those reasons, sometimes it can be very hard to manage summertime. So we love water activities. If you can find outdoor splash pads or if you have a pool or your friends have a pool, Dakota absolutely loves being in the pool. The pool is his comfort zone. He unfortunately is too big for all of the baby rafts, so we kind of have to adapt and figure out what works for him, and we actually got an adult size raft. What I liked the most about it was it wasn't a full raft. It kind of had like a seat spot, and where the seat is at, it's perfect length for Dakota to kick back, put his feet up, and have his hands behind his head enough that he can just fully relax It also has a canopy because his eyes are very sensitive to sunlight. So he is floating in the pool, relaxed, and you put him in there and within five minutes of being in this raft, he is asleep. He absolutely loves being in the pool. And obviously the whole time I'm with him, watching him, holding on to him in the raft, he is always safe about it. But we did just have to find something different because he was too heavy for all of the baby rafts. That's the hard part of having a special needs child who is unable to swim in the pool trying to figure out something that works for him and this is what works best for us but that is one of our ultimate go-tos in the summertime especially when it starts to get really hot it's just going in floating in the pool Dakota loves it splash pads are also another great alternative to enjoy water activities and keep kids cool during the summer any kids that's not even special needs but something we also like to do is if we are going to be outside whether Dakota's swimming or not, a lot of times we will put him in swimming trunks and his swim shirt and get a pool of water and just let him sit in it for a little bit and then take him out and that way he can play and still have fun. But having the cool clothes, the wet cool clothes on him helps keep him cool. So we'll do that where he can be able to be outside playing and also still be cool and not overheating at the same time. One item, though, that I really do like when we are outside is we have a mat that we put down on the ground. Since Dakota can't walk in the grass, and even if he's in the grass, he will not really try to crawl either. He doesn't like the texture of grass, but we'll put a mat down, and then we also use what's called a summer play yard. So it's pretty much a bigger pack-and-play And by bigger, as in Dakota can sit in it and play, and I can also sit in it with him. But we use this all year round. It is, like I said, a summer play yard. And what's nice about it is it folds up really easily. And we have actually put like a rug 
in it to make it a little bit more padding if he's going to be on a harder surface and then if he is like on a like concrete we put a mat down underneath then the summer yard and then his rug as well but the nice thing about the play yard is that it's big enough that Dakota can move around and have a bunch of toys with him he in the space can still work on crawling he can get up into quadruped he has recently learned to pull up to tall kneeling on the sides of it so even though we're outside and he is a little bit contained he is still able to work on some of those goals and it's also nice because we can get him in and out of it easily as well as an easy cleanup because it does just kind of fold up together you don't have to do anything really difficult to make it close up I will leave the rug and the toys down in the bottom of it so when we're done I will just fold it up and I can put it back in the house unless I need to let stuff air out or dry because he might have been wet on top of the mat or the rug but it is an easy cleanup and that's one of the biggest reasons I actually like it and then I can leave toys in there so all year round we have toys that are in his play yard so it's easy for setup and on the go we take the play yard with us everywhere so when we go to friend's house for any summer picnics or any outings we take it with us it's easy to load up and it's a nice area so that way we know Dakota has a safe place to play no matter where we're at it does get bulky when you have a special needs child who has all of these extra things to make outdoor activities easier but it's worth it because we know he's going to have a good time he's going to be able to enjoy himself and he's going to be safe doing it and so since we do have all of this equipment that we pack around, we have the diaper bag, cochlear implants, leg braces, wheelchair, stroller, the play yard, we find it really helpful to use wagons and power wheels to help get Dakota around. So something that has made outdoors a lot easier on us, especially if I know we're going to be outside and maybe moving around in the yard a lot, we bought a power wheel for Dakota that has a remote control. And so I can put him in the power wheel and drive him around and carry whatever I need to carry because sometimes it is harder to use his wheelchair or stroller because I would still have to push him because both are manual. So having the power wheel that has a remote, I can be able to manage getting Dakota from point A to point B easily and effectively, as well as cleaning up all everything that I might need to carry. And that's also why we really like wagons they work out really well for us. One of our friends let us borrow their wagon when we went to the beach a couple years ago. We ended up buying one because we loved it so much, but what's really nice about it is that Dakota is still small enough that he can still sit and play safely in the wagon without concerns. I obviously sit directly beside him when he does sit and play in it, but it's more of a space saver play yard, and sometimes I'm able to use the wagon as an alternative play yard for Dakota if I know we're going to be going to a place that might not have a good area for us to be able to set up the big play yard or if I'm unfamiliar with exactly where we're going I might bring both because the wagon does fold up and make it very easy to compact and put into the car that it doesn't take up a lot of space but just trying to make sure we have multiple items to make it so that summer is enjoyable for Dakota and it's also a little bit easier on us while yes we do have to haul a bunch of equipment around with us all the time and it makes activities more enjoyable for Dakota and that's really all we care about we don't care what we have to do to make it happen as long as Dakota's having a fun time and he's happy and content that is all we care about some of our other common favorite activities for summertime are going to the zoo but if it's too hot to go to the zoo I always bring a spray bottle with a fan 
so that way we can make sure Dakota's always getting a cool mist. But if it's too hot for Dakota outside, we might opt out and go to the museum or the aquarium, something that's indoors that we know will be cool and he would be able to handle it as well as not in a lot of direct sunlight. I know for us, it's just a lot of paying attention to what the weather looks like, what's going to be going on, how easily we can access water activities with Dakota depending on the heat. I personally feel like it's just a lot of thinking outside of the box and just thinking about what do we need to make it so that Dakota can have an enjoyable summer or enjoy the activities, but making it so that it is something that is achievable. And I know sometimes it can be hard, but there's been plenty of times that we've had to turn down going to outdoor activities because it is too hot for Dakota and there's not a way to keep him cool or make it so that he can enjoy the activity safely. Thankfully, a lot of people understand that. We have really just made people aware of the fact that we don't commit to a lot of things when it comes to Dakota because he is our primary concern. And as long as he is happy, healthy, and safe, that's all we care about. And that will always come first, no matter what we're doing. And we have extremely understanding family who get it. So that makes it a lot easier to be able to turn things down and them understanding that we have to do what's best for Dakota. But I will say, while we're trying to do all of this and have fun and enjoy summer, we also have to make sure we're working on all of Dakota's goals. Because even though it might be summer break from school, we technically never get a break. We always have to work on growth and development. And finding that balance can sometimes be difficult, but breaks are also good. So it is good to take a break to be able to step back and look at where they're at with the goal and how you can make changes or move forward or switch it up to engage them more because I will say for Dakota now that we're done with school he has liked the switch of routines it has actually engaged him a little bit more and so instead of sitting at the table we might sit at the floor and do things differently if I can tell he is very overwhelmed with his picture cards I might take it a step back and we have multiple colored trains, so I might grab his trains and ask him colored questions in regards to his train. I could say, hey, I have the red train. Where's the red train? And show him two or three trains and let him pick the train. So that way we're still working on the goals we would be working on, but just in a little bit of a different environment and a different space and at a different pace. And sometimes he responds better to those kinds of activities because it's things he enjoys and he doesn't realize he's working. So what I try to do, especially in the summertime, to give him a break from the school setting is asking him questions in that kind of form or just removing the school structure from it. Now, once he gets closer to getting back to school, I will start to incorporate that structure so that way he's ready for school once it comes back around. But I like to give him a break because breaks are good to allow him time to reset, regroup, and it helps re-engage him, at least for Dakota. Not every child is this way, but for Dakota, it does make a difference to be able to switch up the environment, switch up the pace, and switch up the activities. So I just try to think about what we're going to be doing if we're going to be outside, maybe looking at the things that we have around us and working on counting the leaves we find or counting the bubbles, just different ways to incorporate those activities that you would be doing on a regular basis, but just adapting them to whatever you have available around you. Because one of the things we are working on with Dakota is colors and letters. And sometimes I'll just take some of those table activities outside with us. And just that change of environment makes it so that Dakota's engaged like, hey, what are we doing with this? Even though it's the same activity we've done, 
multiple times, it's a different environment, so it makes him kind of engage a little bit more. So just like everything with our kids, it is just thinking outside of the box or pre-planning, thinking about what you're going to be doing in that day and figuring out where you can throw some of those goals in based on what you're already going to be doing. I just think that works a little bit easier for me because I don't have such a structured day through summer break. We still have our items that we work on and our certain routines such as feeding, but I try to throw activities in throughout the day so that way I know Dakota's still working on his goals but also still being able to enjoy his summer break and play and be a kid and do all of the things that he wants to do. But I will take those opportunities like feeding. We have been doing a lot of working on Dakota eating by mouth versus through his feeding boluses. And so a lot of times, once I can tell he's getting very frustrated with me, I'll tell him, Dakota, we have to take five more bites. And he used to be a we have to do this three more times and then we'll be done. But now because we've done that so consistently, I can go up to five bites and he does well. He'll finish his five bites. He'll look, open his mouth every single time. But those little steps like that are just going to help him in the long run for everything we do. Because when we're doing counting or when we are looking at colors, I can tell him, okay, three more colors and then we'll be done. And he has that understanding of what we're going to be doing next, but just trying to figure out little ways to implement those goals so that you and your child both can enjoy summer break. And you also get a little bit of a break, even though we never really fully get a full break, but that way it makes summer break a little bit more enjoyable. And they're still learning and working on those goals, even though to them it might not seem that way. But I just hope that this has helped. This is just the way that I manage summertime because I do like to make sure Dakota is enjoying summer and getting to be a kid and doing activities that he wants to do because I know that it is hard to go from a full structure of a school year and then still be feeling like you're in a school year. So just giving him a little bit of that break that he needs to be able to reset for the upcoming school year I think is extremely necessary, but we still have things we have to work on, unfortunately. So just trying to implement them in a smart and easy way so that way you're not overwhelmed, your child's not overwhelmed because it is a lot. They're always learning and that our job will never stop. We will have to teach them for the rest of their life. But whatever we can do at this younger age is just going to help them in the future. So I hope that this episode has helped and I hope you find something useful from it. I'm sorry it's taken me so long to get this episode uploaded and out there to you. I look forward to sharing next week's episode with you guys about how we get ready and prepare for surgery. Thank you all so much for the support, and I look forward to chatting with you next time on the Raising Dakota podcast.